Welcome to the Serve Asia Bible Study Podcast. As Christians, we're all called to share the gospel, but what about missions? This podcast tackles the big questions around going overseas as a missionary and its relevance in our world today based on the Bible. So join us as we look at the lives of people who've gone before us and talk to people currently serving with OMF. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm the host for this episode of the Serve Asia Bible Study podcast. And today we're talking about character and how evangelism involves who you are as much as what you say or do. So today, uh, to help us discuss and think about why character matters, we have Tia Van Twillet. She works with uh, Pearl Family Garden, and uh, which is a ministry to women who work on the street. So welcome, Tira. I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Can you can you pronounce your name for us? Yeah, uh, it's a Dutch name, so it's Tira. I, I can't even tell what I'm doing wrong. Now, so let's get into it. Tell, tell me what parts of the Bible, what themes of the Bible really speak to you about the importance of character? Mm, what comes to mind for me is not just one passage, but... Um, like a reoccurring, reoccurring theme of pride and self-reliance versus humility and dependence on God. Like pride, depending on your own gifts, your own resources, and humility, knowing that without God you can do nothing. And then I think of a Bible characters, then I kind of thought of Saul and David. Yeah, both of them uh, kings, uh, but Saul was actually not able to continue to be king because he depended on himself. But David, he was a, God calls him a man after God's heart because he learned, he, he knew how to depend on God. And I find this something that um, it comes more natural for us to depend on ourselves. Mm. It's the first thing we do. If we do it naturally, we depend on our past experience, we depend on our resources, on our talents. And it's actually much harder to remind yourself, yeah, even if I have those talents and the past experience for a ministry to go well and to really be fruitful in other people's lives, depending on God is more important than depending on your gifts. So following on from that, I mean, how for yourself, how do you know when, obviously you're not, it's not as if you're not using your gifts. Mm, no. So what, what's the difference between using gifts and depending on God, and then using your gifts but depending on yourself? I think one difference is prayer. Yeah, to actually really commit what you're going to do to God before you do it, uh, asking God to help you, even if you maybe know. Hmm. And I think it's often uh, we, we might start to use your own talents or your experience, like in a, a conversation with with the ladies and then you realize I'm not getting anywhere and then you <laughs> shoot a prayer at God and say, Lord, help me. I need wisdom here or please yeah, help her to hear what I'm saying. When, when you realize your own gifts aren't getting you anywhere and yeah. you're forced to rely on God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like it's, I suppose it's a lifelong lesson, but I, I really, when I thought about this question, it's something, the Bible is full of it and Jesus himself uh, one of the last things he taught his disciples is that they have to be connected to the vine. Mm. Yeah, otherwise they can do nothing. 
Yeah. And he himself even said, I, I can do nothing without being, uh, without my father showing me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so tell us at the time when someone's character, uh, more than what they did, how their character influenced the ministry uh, yeah, for good. Um, I'll first tell. Uh, I, we work in the, the pearl with ladies that come from backgrounds where they have experienced a lot of um, hurt or uh, not being understood. They are they're not so easy for them to trust new people. So they are very good uh, observers. They have a nose for sincerity. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you are not sincere, they are very. They they will check that. Are you really who you are? And only when they discover you are, yeah, you are what you say or what you do. It connects with your heart. Then you build up credit with them. Yeah, and then they are more able to receive teaching from you as well. So I think character means a lot and they observe us that we have a big team of volunteers and uh, co-workers and they look what how we relate to each other. Do we respect each other? Do we honor each other? Do we how do we deal when there's conflict or disagreement? Even you know, saying sorry or apologizing for when something goes wrong. Yeah, all these things add up to a sense of you are safe, you are who you really are. And that's why I dare to open up to you. I mean, on, on, on the other side of the coin, you could say, like, what if someone says, you know, you, you just need to tell the truth. Like, without the truth, people won't know God. So if someone says that the truth is more important than the, the person who brings that truth, that message, like, what, what would you say? Well, there's, there is some truth in that. And at the same time, I, don't, I agree and I don't agree. I agree in the sense that um, the truth, like uh, the gospel, the treasure that God has entrusted to us, is, is what the people need and is what they need to hear. And it is also powerful in itself, even if the messenger is, not, is flawed, you know. Yeah, we're not perfect. But um, actually this question makes me think of uh, what Paul says about uh, this treasure we have in jars of clay. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to have, uh, not to have your flaw, yeah, to flaws, I suppose, but also to have your brokenness. You don't need to, to be perfect. And in some way, uh, being true about your uh, weaknesses and about your struggles makes it easier for others to hear the message that is that you want to convey to them. So I think even our brokenness, our humility, our uh, acknowledging of these things helps people to receive the message from us. So I think God is wise that he has uh, put the treasure in, in a jars of clay rather than something really beautiful and perfect, because otherwise, how can they relate to such a perfect life when their lives is, their own lives uh, are really broken? Can you remember a time when one of the ladies mentioned something that really reflected that, like that, because of that, the example that they saw that they were more willing to listen or, or they grew somehow? I, uh, one example that came to mind about, um, about who we truly are is, um, and how that builds up credit with our women is when uh, Sini, she uh, visited one of our ladies and uh, her husband, who was about 20 years older than she is, was, was basically c close to death. And 
Sydney visited her and they were in this really small room and, and this uh, elderly man was in a very uncomfortable position and obviously not well. And uh, Sydney uh, prayed for him and she cried. And the fact that she cried really touched this lady. Uh, so whenever, sometimes Sydney does something that she's not happy about, but then she says, but I will always remember how she cried when she prayed uh, for my husband. So I think the, yeah, the sincerity of that moment, the truthfulness of her, her prayer, and at the same time her tears, having kind of feeling the sorrow of the moment and expressing that was actually really touched uh, her heart. Yeah, and our ladies, they remember very well what we've done for them, like small things. Uh, they, they will remember the actions, yeah, not just the words that we say. Well, that's a really good story. I, I, I feel touched by that too. Yeah. Um, so on the other side, can you tell us your experience of a time when someone's bad character perhaps um, has pushed people away from Jesus or, or, or ministry or just being willing to, to hear, hear God? I'll tell one example of my uh, ministry time with the homeless that I heard about. Actually, I wasn't actually there, but I heard it and I sometimes use it as an example. And church people, they come and help the ministry to the homeless and uh, they have a heart to help. And they're not bad people, but we have kind of uh, unknown reactions or spontaneous reactions that actually put the other person off. And one thing happened is that... Uh, the homeless are very welcoming when they when new people come, uh, and so they will give you a hand and they will welcome you in. And so this person from church, uh, kind of, they were shaking his hand, and then after they shook his hand, he wiped his hand on his trousers. Oh. And just this little action was remembered by one of the homeless, and then he 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 shared it with me what it meant to him to see that action. It wasn't even not him personally. Uh, receiving it, but seeing that, he kind of felt, oh, people have to learn how to relate to the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's um, it can be a very small thing that actually puts somebody off. I won't say it's a bad character. It's just that we don't realize what we are actually doing or how I, yeah, how our expression or our, our body language can actually speak as well. Mm. Yeah, and there's actually another example that I thought about, which helped me to really realize how important your life is and not just your giftedness. Um, we had a seminary student come in every week and then when she came in, she had a kind of her own agenda, the things she wanted to learn. And so she was very eager and wanting to do this, that and the other. And she definitely was gifted in many ways. Uh, but because of her eagerness and her own agenda, she wasn't actually hearing what others were saying. So very soon, uh, people on the team or even the women, they kind of closed up rather than opened up to her. And, and one example that was very clear to me is she came and uh, lived with me every week, for stayed overnight. And then at that time I had a lady living with me, uh, one of the ladies. And I thought, oh, maybe it's good if she can do Bible study with her when she comes and stays with me. And so she did. And she uh, uh, she was basically 
a very kind of teacher-student style, mm. yeah, and top-down. And after one, after the first session, that was it. She was never able to do Bible study with her again. And I, uh, I, I it's basically it's part of my fault as well, my inexperience, because I should have given them more time to get to know each other and then ask her to, to lead a Bible study. But it showed me that life is, your life and your attitude are very important. Yeah, and that a trust lost is very hard to rewin. Mm. Yeah, so it's really worth starting slowly and learning and understanding the other person before, before we kind of think that we can actually give them some input. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned how the attitude and how that, that is part of your character, mm. isn't it? So do you, whether, whether it's this intern or anyone else, do you, can you recall a time when, yeah, perhaps someone has done something, their character has kind of pushed people away, but then they've grown from that and maybe they've recovered trust or... Yes, I think... Um... Our women are interesting because in a sense they're very much themselves. <laughs> yeah, so if they've lost trust with somebody, they might actually come back to you after a year or later and, and really say, I'm not able to trust you. And then that is an opportunity for us as co-workers to, to, re, to reprove that we truly care about them. Yeah, so it, it, I suppose it's a, the... the Relationships are like that, aren't they? You you disappoint each other, and then there's there is a new opportunity to to show that you do really care. Yeah, and our women, because we are together long term, we are not just there. They just come, don't come in just once. They keep coming. So the relationships are really important. Yeah, and to restore relationships is really important. I saw in the Bible study guide the Bible passages, and one of them is Jesus calling the disciples. And I thought, oh, it's interesting. He, he picked out not necessarily the most promising characters. Yeah, and I think that's an assurance. Yeah, we don't have to be uh, perfect. Um, and he promised them. He said, I will make you into fishes of men. And I think basically he says, come and follow me. So I think with, um, God is able to make any one of us who is willing to just follow and learn from Jesus, uh, God is able to make us into fishers of men, whoever we are and whatever character uh, challenges we have. Yeah, that's not a problem for God. He can use each and every one of us uh, to become a fisher of men. So, Tira, is that right? No. But Tira, maybe if, if you're willing, maybe share, share something about yourself. Um, that you know everybody has parts of the character that needs refining but for yourself is there something that you've found that God has worked in you and how how has he done that one thing that in my character that is insecurity yeah so this is something that still continues um, but because of insecurity also being jealous of others who are doing better or do seem to have it more together and then uh, comparing myself with others which makes you a lot more vulnerable and less free to be yourself so uh, one one example uh, that really uh, that really sticks with me is when we were doing the homeless ministry i worked with a japanese missionary 
and she and I'm in Japanese small and they like they're very kind of polite and the men in the homeless ministry just adored her you know and here am I this awkward tall Dutch missionary <laughs> very different so uh, working together and for instance leading worship or leading the Bible study I mean she had a way of connecting with them and for me that was much more harder for me to do so so um, yeah I, I think uh, at one time I was leading the worship and then one of the men just very clearly during the worship even said out loud that he liked her better than me. Oh. <laughs> it was very painful oh. and I um, basically I what I did and I think what what I'm now thankful for that I did that is that afterwards I talked with uh, with Rieko, the saw my co-worker and I said how that really um, hurt me and how it made me fearful to stand up in front of others again. And uh, we prayed for it together. She prayed, actually she prayed for me. Yeah. And I think that was really uh, powerful to be honest about how you were challenged or hurt. And then to have somebody who was actually the one that you are comparing with actually praying for you. Yeah. And I think this is really important because ministry is, uh, we are, um, uh, ministry is basically fighting the the enemy and he knows where our weaknesses are so he will uh, he will put his shoot his arrows where you are most vulnerable and he did a good job that evening but because I I, I told her and I and she prayed for me he basically lost yeah and uh, I think this is yeah, I've seen this happen again and again also with other co-workers that when you see that somebody is, is vulnerable in a certain area and discouraged to, to actually realize it's, it's not just the people who are against it, it's actually we have an enemy who's wanting us to stop and to give up. Yeah, that uh, God wants to do both the healing and to make us fruitful. This episode of the Serve Asia Bible Study Podcast was brought to you by OMF Taiwan. This podcast was created to be an additional resource for the Bible study. To find out more about OMF's ministry and work in Taiwan, please visit omf.org Taiwan or search for OMF Taiwan on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.